You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Welcome back to the show. If you haven't yet left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, then please just take a second and pause this episode and go do just that. Now, today we are chatting about something a lot of us struggle with daily. What the heck to say on Instagram? Now, we get this question so, 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 so much, so that's why we figured we would do an episode on it, but have you ever thought of things like this? Like, I have no idea what to even say on Instagram. What topic is my audience even wanting from me? I don't know how to write a compelling caption, or I I literally don't even know what to post about. So if you've thought any of those thoughts regarding Instagram or creating and writing content for your business in general, then keep on listening to this episode, my friend, because today, Evie and I are going to break down a bunch of different incredible ways to overcome writer's block and know exactly what to write about in your Instagram captions that will actually compel your followers to be fans and eventually paying customers. So in today's episode, we're sharing so many tips we use to help not only trigger ideas of what to write, but also how to actually go about writing them. So if you are ready to bust that writer's block and know exactly what to say and how to write captions for Instagram, then let's get to the show. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, today we are talking about writer's block for Instagram captions, but yeah, we are. Also, these also can apply. I mean, oh. real fast, just like a girl chat, just like like time out. Um, is my voice okay? Like, yeah, you it, sound does great. It, I do sound great. Okay, perfect. Yeah, just why? for anybody that uh, we're recording this the day after um, KU won the in double <laughs> in double. What is that? I don't even know what NCAA. it's called. NCAA. Yeah, that. <laughs> The N double, N double, N double, whatever. Um, I'm only a basketball fan until like my team that I'm loosely. You mean you're not with. a basketball fan? Until? That's what I mean. Whatever. <laughs> you get it. I'm not a basketball fan until my team loose that I'm loosely related to or like associated with uh, wins, and then I'm like a hard. So, anyways, um, we were there was lots of screaming happening last night, so I just want to make sure my voice is crystal clear. <laughs> It sounds great. You sound you okay. sound amazing. Beautiful. Proceed. Okay. Good. Okay. Well, what I was saying <laughs> was, uh, even though we're specifically talking maybe a little bit more directly about Instagram captions and like writer's block around that, these tips can apply to any sort of writing that you do in your life or for your business. Be it you know your website copy, your email newsletters, your blog post writing. Heck, if you are an author writing a book or you're a copywriter for other business owners and you're feeling the same way, whatever that looks like, um, we just wanted to say this applies to writing in general and Mm -hmm. we're using maybe more specific examples around Instagram captions, but... Yeah, Yeah. totally. Well, and before we even start like on the ideas of just like combating writer's block and how to come up with ideas and all of that, we just wanted to address this. If you don't even know what to talk about, right? Like not just like writer's block, but just like a content block, right? Like you're struggling with knowing what to say. We're going to give you a lot of tips today. However, I want to say this. We recommend getting crystal clear on who you are, 
what your brand or your business is about and who your ideal client is. Um, and if you're like, uh, I don't know how to do those, well, then you're in good company because we have many past episodes answering those exact things. So just a couple episodes that if you haven't checked out yet, I highly recommend checking out episode 50, how to speak directly to your ideal client online. Episode 108, why you need to pick a niche. And episode 183, how to find your ideal client and market to them. Just make sure you've listened to those or even go back and refresh your brain on those um, because that really will help give a foundation with which to like go forth on this episode with. With which to go forth, child. Did I say that fancy? Whatever. No, it was great. It was great. (laughs) Which with to go forth. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's dive straight on in. We're just going to, Lindsay and I are just going to bounce off of each other. Popcorn, rapid fire, just give some thoughts Sometimes writer's block just needs new ideas, fresh perspective, inspiration, all of that. But we're going to throw a bunch at you and hopefully something will stick. So Mm. uh, one of the biggest things that we recommend if you're just like, I just always feel like, you know, I get these ideas randomly here and there. But then when I go to actually write the captions, like my mind is blank. If you feel Mm -hmm. that... What we recommend, one of the things is to voice memo the ideas as they come to you. Like if you are on a walk and you get this great idea of like, oh man, my ideal client or ideal audience, or I should share this or whatever the thought is that's coming to your head, um, pull out your voice memo and just begin to talk it out. That's a great way to get like the meat of what you're thinking and feeling in that moment down mm-hmm. without taking It'll a ton of time. also sound conversational because you're voice memoing it. You're not just like, I mean, you can write it also, mm-hmm. but... I think sometimes it's easier when we're struggling with writer's block to like verbally process it even to ourselves via a voice memo. Absolutely. Well, and I think it's really nice too if you are in a busy season or situation. Like for example, if you are like on a run and working out or something like that, it's easy to just grab your voice memo and just like talk for 30 to 60 seconds or whatever and get the majority of what you're thinking down in very Mm -hmm. conversational tones, like Lindsay said. Or if you're a mom and you have like a child on your hip, you can't just like run to your computer in that exact moment and, you know, like begin typing for two minutes. Like you just need to get it down. Like voice memos are great. Um, Mm -hmm. With that, sticky notes or like shower waterproof pads in your shower. If you get inspired in your shower, like I do, those can be great places to like, make sure you jot down the ideas so that you don't lose them while you're showering. Yeah. Well, and I think this is really good because I think when we struggle with writer's block or just not even knowing what to say, it's, it's usually in those moments where we feel pressured to like post in the moment of like, okay, I need to post Instagram today. So like now I'm, I'm feeling pressure today when I might not necessarily be creative in this moment to all of a sudden post. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you have a bank list of just like a bunch of ideas or previous sentences or, or, or paragraphs or, or thought, thought topics that you can pull from, it makes writing in that moment easier. Or if you fully fleshed out ideas in the past and you already have captions written when you were creatively inspired, then obviously you can just take it and post it now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But with that, I guess kind of very similarly along the voice memo idea, if, if you are in a situation, maybe you're in a scenario where you get an idea and you're in a public place where like you literally can't voice memo, right? Like Mm -hmm. sometimes that's just the situation. Use your notes app to just jot down ideas. Me and Evie do this all the time. And it those time (laughs) either be like, just like quick, like, oh, I just have an idea of like, oh, I want to write an Instagram caption about this. And I'll just like jot down like like one sentence, one sentence or a bullet point. Or I I mean, again, I know we're talking about Instagram captions, but this can apply to other things. I, if I have a blog post idea or like with us, if we have a podcast 
op topic idea. Like me and Evie literally have a running list of solo episode ideas uh, for this podcast in and of itself. Um, So we use that a lot. And, And you can either, again, just do bullet points or you can do a little bit more fully fleshed out. Like sometimes I just get so inspired on a certain topic that I would just start writing and like mm-hmm. writing the thought process. And again, you could do voice memo, like Evie said, but if you're just like in the zone of writing, write it out. It, you don't even have to know where that paragraph or that thought is going. Like yeah. it could just be a, a topic of like, I'm really passionate about this, or I learned this recently and I'm just going to write it down, yeah. write it down. And that can, you know, in the future go towards a Instagram caption. It could go towards a blog post. It could go towards something else. So that's yeah. what we recommend. I love it. Something that was just sparked in my head when Lindsay was saying that is... I would encourage if you are consistently feeling writer's block, we're we're going to talk in a second about making sure you're clear on what you're saying on social media, like your brand messaging. Mm-hmm. But even before that, if you are consistently feeling writer's block in every aspect of your business, social media, brand, whatever, I would encourage you practice writing in areas that are not related to your business. So for example, like what just came to my head is journaling and getting into the habit of writing what you're thinking, what you've been learning, what, you know, what's in your heart and your mind, what's going on in your life, things like that. Sometimes just the habit of writing, even if it's like separate from your business can be super helpful and just get you like, it's like a muscle that you begin training and like Mm -hmm. you get used to. So I know journaling isn't for everyone, but it's something that I really love. It's one of the ways I really connect with the Lord and process my life with Him and and hear His truth and write down what He's speaking to me. And I think that's a huge way of like training and, and toning, you know, your, your writing muscle. So that's just one thought I had. That's good. That's good. All right. Well, the next thing, I kind of said this at the beginning of the episode, but make sure that you have an Instagram strategy for clear brand messaging, right? Like, so when we're talking about Instagram specifically, like have content pillars and content categories that you're constantly rotating through. Um, So that way you're not just like posting like the exact same thing. And when we say like, vary your content pillars, that still should all fall under the overarching umbrella of your niche. So it's not like, you know, you're, you're bouncing around from like the topic of like fish to basketball to donuts. (laughs) I don't know where those three things came from, but you get a good wild card. It's like, it's like random things. It's like, make sure it's all under your niche. But when we Mm -hmm. say content pillars, like we, again, we've had past episodes on this, but like what pillars of, of content types Mm -hmm. kind of fall under that niche. And so make sure you're going through those and you're not just creating captions and ideas and content on one like thing. Well, and I think it's also like, I want, I'm sure you can relate to this, but if you are sitting there listening right now and you're feeling the, the writer's block that we're talking about right now, like you go to write a caption and there's just a blinking cursor on your screen every time and you're like, gosh dang, I'm trying to follow Evie and Lindsay's advice and batch out my content, but I literally can't even type a single freaking sentence. I don't know what to do. If that's what you're feeling, it's very much without an Instagram strategy, like you're trying to build a freaking house without the blueprints. Mm-hmm. And and every time you go to create and to build this house, you just look at this plot of land and you sit there like, oh my gosh, where do I even start? Okay, so does the 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 basement come first or just the foundation? Wait, do I need concrete? Okay, hang on. I uh wood supply. Wait, I need a a a people. I need, oh gosh, like if that's what you're feeling, 
it's most likely because you don't have the blueprint. You don't have the clarity, the map of, okay, this is the ultimate goal. This is, you know, the structure. This, these are the first steps. All of that comes from having an Instagram strategy for clear brand messaging. So if mm. you don't already have that, make sure that comes into play and you focus on that. If you're feeling that with your social media, I would say that's the biggest thing that you should focus on first because that will eliminate probably a ton of the writer's block symptoms that you're feeling. If you already have that, however, we'll continue the conversation around writer's block and how to overcome it. Totally. Well, and the one other thing I will say with like content pillars and having a content strategy is which I literally said this at the beginning of the episode again, but know who you're talking to, know who your ideal client is. So really go back and look at those episodes um, that I shared about that, uh, just because that is so crucial. Like you have to know who you're talking to, otherwise you're talking to nobody. Um, If you're trying to talk to everybody, you're talking to nobody. So that will, one, I think help get ideas to like come to your brain when you are feeling that writer's block of being like, okay, what does my ideal client need right now? Or what are they struggling with? What how can I help them? How can I inspire them? How can I educate them? How can I encourage them? Like you start thinking in that brain and ideas start coming. All right. Another way to really just spark ideas and inspiration and readiness to write is, at least for me, this is huge, is to take notes after like conversations with friends. Because I feel like sometimes this is when we're the most naturally conversational. We're super inspired. We're being really true to ourselves, to our thoughts. Um, That's where we're naturally sharing a lot of those thoughts, especially if you're a verbal processor like me. So that's something that I really pay attention to is conversations with friends where I'm sharing either like life lessons or past stories or tips or advice or, you know, anything like that, I will often walk away from conversations with friends and jot down notes because it sparked something in me of like, oh man, I was telling, you know, Sally this story that I realized that would actually be very applicable for my ideal client. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, my ideal person would really enjoy hearing that story. And because it was just so close to me and like such a part of my life, I didn't think of it outside of that box until I was sharing it with Sally, you know, like that situation. So strongly encourage that. The next thing I'll say is create space for rest and then like white space or silence. Now you might be like, wait, what? That How is that going to help me with writer's block? Well, think about so often we are consuming all day, every day. We are ingesting other Instagram content. We're ingesting TV. We're ingesting Netflix. We're ingesting music. We're ingesting podcast. I mean, you're listening. Thank you. First of all, thank you so much. <laughs> we're ingesting this podcast, but, um, we're ingesting all the time. And sometimes we need to like stop taking things in, in order to just sit and marinate with like our own thoughts. That way also, we're not just like regurgitating what we're consuming out. Like we're actually like kind of having a moment of that white space and that silence to actually, you know, turn off the music, turn off the TV, sit with your thoughts and actually like think about, and I think that goes really well with like the journaling tip that Evie said, but just like actually having space to like think and, and have silence without just like the world and, and culture just like consuming you or no, you consuming it. So like things like getting up early and going for a walk or, or pausing in the shower. I know we keep talking about showers, but like <laughs> just having that moment where like maybe the next time you get in the car, instead of immediately going to a podcast or immediately going to music, sit in silence yeah. and like, just like pray or think and just yeah. have space to just be. Well, I think it's very easy. Like Lindsay, when you said, um, you know, 
culture and all that consuming us. And then you're like, no, no, us consuming it. I was like, well, I don't know that that's super inaccurate. Like it's like, it eats at our brains and that's not a bad thing. It's an amazing thing that we live in such an age of information and, you know, we can learn and grow and, you know, be inspired by great music. And there are totally times when reading a good book can help inspire you to write or, you know, having some inspiring music can help you write. There's totally times for that. But what we're saying here is very often we are overstimulated by stuff in our minds and we don't realize that. And that's why we struggle to create or to write or to, you know, process what we're thinking and feeling. It's because there's just a clamoring in our brains of all of the things that are going on around us. So Mm -hmm. sometimes the best thing you can do if you're feeling just like a lack of clarity in your head and, and knowing what to write, all of it is to just carve out times where nothing is happening. There's no external stimulation. You are, and you don't even have to like, the point isn't go shut yourself in a a room and sit in silence, cross-legged on the floor and like hope that an inspired thought comes to you so you can write a caption on it. Like that's not what we're saying. We're saying, you know, maybe the next time you go to your pool or to the beach or on a walk or something, you just lay there and sit there or whatever. And just like 30 minutes of no, like nothing in your earbuds, you're just sitting and listening to nature or whatever, Mm -hmm. sitting in the sun and just enjoying. Like you don't even have to sit there for the purpose of creating, just allow your brain some space. Do you struggle with knowing what the heck to post on Instagram? You find yourself staring at your phone with a blank page and a blinking cursor, feeling completely worthless because nothing is coming to your brain. It's like, you know you need to post consistently, but honestly, the biggest freaking thing stopping you from showing up daily and serving your audience are those dang captions. Like, what do you even say? You are tired of trying to come up with them day after day. I mean, let's be real. That is exhausting. If not knowing what to write in your captions is the bane of your existence, then we've created something that's going to come in honestly like Superman and save your dang day. (laughs) Are you ready for it? Hint, I don't think you are. Introducing our Caption Playbook, a monthly subscription plan that delivers 20 custom pre-written caption templates into your hands every single month. That's enough captions for you to post every day of the week each month. Look, we've done the hard part for you, so you don't have to struggle anymore. Just grab a template, tweak to your own business and personality, and post away. It's seriously that simple. No more waiting to post until inspiration strikes. Inspiration is coming to you, my friend. Sign up for the caption playbook to crush your caption game. Just head to theheartuniversity.com forward slash caption dash playbook and say goodbye to your caption woes forever. Hey friend, are you a hat girl like us? Well, if you've ever seen a photo of us, pretty much ever, we are almost always wearing a hat on because we love accessorizing any outfit and making it cuter with a good hat. Like literally add any hat to any outfit and it is a thousand times cuter and better. So if you've ever seen us wearing a hat, I can guarantee you it was 100% a Gigi Pip hat. In fact, the hats we're wearing in this podcast cover, yeah, they're Gigi Pip. Gigi Pip is inspired by women who wear many hats and their quality and style is literally insane. It's why we choose them over any hat company because their styles are so cute and their quality is next level. We love them to death. So if you want to grab a hat yourself, we have a little treat for you. You can shop Gigi Pip hats using the link in the show notes to receive free shipping with our code Heart and Hustle. That's all lowercase and with no spaces.
If you're ready to see your confidence boosted and look cute as heck, grab a Gigi Pip hat today. Think of literally how many times, how many people have actually, how many people have dead space in, in your day? Like how many of us, literally the second, the millisecond that we have a moment where that could be silent, we fill it with something. We fill it with mm-hmm. music. We fill it with TV sounds. Like it's it's stimulation. So I think it's just true. like in general, take those moments where you automatically would maybe put on something to be like, maybe I'll just, I'll be. <laughs> maybe I'll just be. <laughs> maybe I'll just be. Oh, I love it. All right. Next one is to write in an inspiring workspace. Sometimes to trigger that that creative juice um, of writing is to just get out of like the rut that you're in physically. Yeah. So maybe your office is not the creative spot. Maybe your couch is not the creative spot for you. Maybe you need a new scene. So maybe go to a coffee shop or go to the park, sit under a tree, like change up your space so that yeah. you can get creatively rejuvenated. Or if you can't do that, and, and you are stuck in your same space, change up the space somehow. Maybe clean your office or desk space. I'm talking to myself there. Maybe <laughs> light a candle. Maybe put on like some, this is funny because I literally just said white space and dead space, but like put on some music if that helps you get creatively inspired in that mm-hmm. moment to write. So just changing up like the obstacle that our brain has of like, oh, okay, I'm not creatively juiced right now. Like how yeah. can I fix that? Yep. Um, something for me, I write I batch write my captions really well in coffee shops. I do not know why. It's like one of the tasks that I... Is it like the buzz of the I think so. And it's also typically I put on like my noise canceling headphones and like I I feel more like trapped in like my seat in a good way. I hate feeling trapped. So that's probably the wrong word. I just feel like like I am there. I am on a mission. I'm going to accomplish this. Like, I don't know what it is, but... Um, when it comes to music, I either do just like light, like instrumental music in the background, mm-hmm. or I love worship music when I'm writing mm-hmm. captions yeah. because I'm really like, my heart is very turned to the Lord and making sure love, that I'm writing sorry. what he wants. <laughs> um, I love worship. I agree with that. I also really love sleeping at last. They, yes. they technically have words in their songs, but it, it's light enough that yeah. it feels instrumental and some of their stuff is and actually it's inspiring. Their music is just... It's like, oh, like it's good. Yeah, it's like, "Mm, I'm going to juice. I'm going (laughs) to write some inspiration for you. I love it. Well, that's, I mean, that's a big one is to just like create a workspace or an environment that is the most inspiring for you to write in. The next thing that I would suggest is to just purely sit down and write. Like, Without any plan of sharing what you're writing, just share what comes to mind. Because I think a lot of what we feel is when we are sitting down and feeling writer's block is this like pressure or stress of like, it has to be amazing. Yeah, like it it has to speak, you know, like we literally just said, like you should know who you're speaking to. But sometimes Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, so... I'm trying to write this for my ideal client. Is this actually what they need to hear? And I, uh, and then we second guess ourselves and then we feel this like anxiety and stress and pressure. And sometimes that's the biggest obstacle that our brains are feeling is just that initial, like just start. Um, So that's what I would recommend if you're still feeling that like blinking cursor hellhole that you're in is just start typing. Like I can't tell you the number of captions I have on my notes app where it wasn't necessarily that I was feeling like a writer's block. I just had a moment of inspiration and I began writing. And sometimes I will write like an entire, probably what should be a blog post. And then I'll sit there and I'll be like, mm, do I actually feel peace on sharing that? Like, is that the right thing that, you know, is that maybe like 
it needs more. It should come at a different time. It needs more, you know, whatever, X, Y, Z. I can't tell you how many unpublished captions slash word drafts that I have on my notes app because I was just wrote. And that's totally healthy and totally good. Mm So don't feel like everything you write always has to be published. Totally. I would say this is like a bonus point in that point. I've heard so many like authors, like if authors that are professional authors that write multiple books just waited until they felt creatively inspired every single time to like sit down and start writing their book, they, it would never get done. So I've heard, I think Donald Miller literally just said this in the book that I'm reading by him. Um, I think he said like, every day. And again, the, if your job isn't an author and you're just talking about answering passions, like maybe you don't have to do this every day, but make it a rhythm and a, and a, almost a disciplined muscle to actually like schedule in time to sit down and just start writing. And I think that actually can really help with writer's block. Even if you sit down, like Abby said, and you don't know what you're writing and you're not necessarily writing for the public, but just scheduling that and getting better at, at just like pulling it out versus waiting till you're always in creative, creatively inspired. But the next one, literally y'all, we're about to blow your minds. We're about to blow your mind. We just this discovered is, this. This is a good one. <laughs> this is so good. If you get nothing out of it, you're going to freaking just be like, whoa, this was worth listening to this episode for. Um, we just discovered this. It's called answerthepublic.com. It is, okay, it's paid first of all. So there is that. We <laughs> tried to use it for a hot minute and then it just was like, give us your credit card. Just kidding. Um, but it's worth <laughs> it. Um, it's basically a site that pulls people's top Google searches with specific phrases. So basically what you do is you go to answerthepublic.com and type in something that is like your niche, your industry. So for example, we went and we typed in wedding photography, right? Like that's the mm-hmm. topic, especially when we first started our photography businesses, like that's who we were, that's what we did. Um, and it pulls up basically like a, like a visual map of every single different type of question that like people on Google have just like, asked about wedding photography. And I it, think it's uh, like it's, the most commonly asked like yes questions. Yes. Well, and it, it like separates it from like questions that start with who, questions that start with what, questions that start with how, questions that start with will. So it's it, like, like who, what, where, when. Yeah, all that. Um, and it basically like, so we typed in wedding photographer and it comes up, it literally comes up with like hundreds of questions mm-hmm. that can just trigger content ideas. You can use it for Instagram captions. You can use it for blog posts. You can use it for podcast episodes. Like lit, po- that's a great idea. We should use it. Okay, great. Um, getting <laughs> But literally, so when we typed in wedding photographer, like some example questions that came up was how to decide on a wedding photographer. Like that's a great, like you could literally write, yeah. like if, if your ideal client, you know, is is asking that, which you have proof that like the general public is. And obviously- Like that's a commonly like, Googled question, which means right. more than like five people are asking that. Right, exactly. Or another uh, example was how long do you need a photographer to shoot on your wedding day? That's a brilliant question that like, maybe because we're in the industry, we forget that like somebody struggles with, like if you just yeah. got engaged- that's a valid question. It's like, well, do I need them the whole day? Do I just need them like for the ceremony? Like people don't know that. And so it's so good. Like another thing was wedding venues in London. And obviously maybe you don't live in London, but like apply that to where, like I tell photographers, like coaching students this all the time, immediately, immediately yesterday, if you are a photographer or if you are a wedding industry person at all, if you work in the wedding industry, I need yesterday you to post a blog post and an Instagram caption on like the top wedding venues in your city or like town, Mm -hmm. because that's the first thing that couples are searching when they get engaged. Like that's the first thing they need is a date and a wet uh, venue. Mm -hmm. And so if you can intersect, like if they find your blog post about all those venues and you happen to be a photographer, they're gonna be like, Oh, 
Oh wait. Yep. Oh, there. Oh, 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 I like, oh, I like him or her. Like <laughs> I like that. that work. Yes. Anyways, within that as well. So answerthepublic.com is a great site that we just discovered that we're like, hello, because you can also go to Google and find like what people are searching through there, but this is just the easiest way. But along with that, don't just like look at Google searches, actually like pull your audience, like the people who are following you and see like what their answers are. Questions do they have? You know, like what's what's your biggest question around X or what, you know, do you struggle with around X? Whatever, see what their questions are. Also, pay attention to what content has done well on your social media before. So if you've had, or blog posts or whatever, um, if you've had captions and posts that people have really resonated with, really loved, like pay attention to that vein of writing, that vein of information, of thoughts, of whatever that people are really engaging with and like do more of it. Pay attention to what they're responding to. Mm, That's good. Okay, well, those are like a bunch of ideas that hopefully can like just creatively inspire you to have different ways of like actually getting like the creative inspiration to write or Mm -hmm. just like building that muscle to write. However, when it actually comes to writing well, we want to say like, make sure that you're writing. And this is also something that I think just builds with practice. Like you're not going to necessarily have this bone in your body on day one, but it comes through like cultivating the skill of writing as a practice, but make sure you're writing in a way that elicits emotion or tells a story. Like people are obsessed. Like we, as a people, human beings, we're obsessed with storytelling. Like Mm -hmm. storytelling is what sucks us in and gets us intrigued in something. And so how can you make each caption a story. And that doesn't mean that like, you have to like, be like, there was a main character. Like, no, like, how can you tell a story or give information in a way that intrigues people that elicits emotion that reminds them of what's important? Like, think about just like the storytelling aspects. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you actually need more tips on specifically writing, like the actual caption of like, okay, but how do I structure it? Like, What are your actual tips? Yeah, formatting, like all of that. We actually have a free caption workshop called Three Steps to Captivating Captions. Uh, we I don't think we've actually shared it on the podcast before, but we have that just like for you. Um, <laughs> just so you know, so this exists. <laughs> this exists. And so like literally as we were outlining this episode, we were like, wait, why do we need to share that? Basically, if you just go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash captions dash workshop, uh, that's literally a free workshop for you. Um, so yes. you can come get like more information than what we're able to share on this podcast of just like mm-hmm. nitty gritty formatting and actually knowing how to like actually write uh, the physical words in a way that's compelling mm-hmm. and actually converts followers into ideal clients, into paying customers. Yes. Yes. I love it. So we just dumped a bunch at you today, but the bottom line of all of this, when it comes to that blinking cursor and feeling that writer's block, just start. Like, yes, these tips can help you brew up some creativity, spark some inspiration, you know, help kickstart the process. But at the end of the day, the best thing that you can do is just start. Like start with a random jumble of words or the barest bullet point list. Like it doesn't matter. Ramble or bare bones it. Like don't worry about perfection. Do not think about posting it. If you're feeling stuck, just begin to put words to paper and then we promise the momentum and the training and all of that will come from there. Yes. If you love this episode, please screenshot it and share it on your Instagram stories and tag us. We love to see you just engaging with the podcast and loving Mm -hmm. it and like getting feedback and telling us what you learned and what you love about this show really helps us, like genuinely helps us get better and, and create actual episodes and content that you guys want to receive and want to 
here. Um, yeah. As he said, one of the ways is to pull your audience in a question box. She meant on stories, but we're also here because... <laughs> part of the content that we create is podcasting. Yeah. Um, and we want to make sure we don't get writer's block on creating content for you on this show. So if you guys leave a review, um, let us know what your kind of favorite episodes are or come join our Facebook group. That's where you can also drop like your favorite either podcast idea episode requests or just like guests that you want to see on the show. We love hearing all of that. So come follow us on the gram, share this episode, come follow us on the, uh, or join our Facebook group and we will see you on the next show. We love you guys. 